Hey folks, it's Tomo, Sean, and Andrew from What's Going On Here. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. Thanks for tuning in. to another episode of What's Going On Here. Thank you very much for joining us. We have a very special episode tonight. We're very excited. Um, for those of you on YouTube, you'll see there's something different. We have a girl with us. Ah. So anyway, um, my name is Tomo Lovrick, uh, as you might already know if you heard our show before. Also known as T-Love in giant ice cube circles. And with me, as always, I have the... British pride, the man from across the pond, the young, the um, pajama-laden Mr. Sean Quigley, or the Quig, as he's known in fire pit building circles. Sean, how are you, sir? How's everything? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm very good. I'm very comfortable, as you have uh, laid out in my introduction. I'm wearing my finest Hanukkah pajamas um, that was gifted to me uh, about a year ago. Or uh, We have family um, pajama gifts uh, for Hanukkah, where we all have matching pajamas. Um, and this is a very comfy top, and I like it a lot, but I do not wear the bottom half, the, the pants, because they are MC Hammer Hanukkah pants uh they are <laughs> my wife i know she was just like i oh, know what are you like an extra 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 large or something? it's very strange they're like they're floating in the wind like it is the strangest um most uh <laughs> it's like this this is a this <laughs> this person is very much flaunting this religious holiday <laughs> <laughs> via their flappy trousers <laughs> i was like nice. and i'm not and i'm not even jewish so it's it's just really it's too much it's, it's extra much. it's extra okay yeah. all right fair enough and then with us as always we have the young one the one that makes our show like 33 percent watchable because <laughs> before that i mean we have sean and i have faces for radio um genitals for the zoo and not because of the size that's something else could be completely else uh, but with us, as always, we have the young, the handsome, the um, very dashing young Mr. Andrew Albages, or AA, as he's known in cave spelunking circles. How are you, uh, Mr. Andrew? What's going on tonight? Not much. I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, just excited to do another episode. And uh, cave spelunking, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it, that is, that's the damnedest thing, isn't it? Um, you keep hitting me with these things. I can't come up with anything. Clever. He's, this is a thing now. I think Tomo's trying to, trying to hit me with something I just can't come up with on the spot on these episodes, but cave spelunking. The only thing that comes to mind is, uh, in Batman Begins, remember in Batman Begins, he's like, that's right. that was that's like right. his, uh, his, uh, alibi for why he had all these bruises and stuff. That's right. That's right. Cause he was cave spelunking all the time. That's right. So you're calling me Batman? Uh, sure. Why not? I don't. All right. Just. As long as nobody eats you, nobody gets COVID, we're okay. Hey. I just love 
the idea of Andrew so. being so confused with the uh, the intros every week just makes me think of like a strange sort of sketch situation where there's a man who keeps attending an <laughs> improv class, but he thinks it's an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> There's nice. just like, I don't get it. Every week, these guys just keep throwing out these crazy things at me and it changes all the time. <laughs> I'm, I, they're really prepared for it. I'm not. It's like, I, I have sad... I have sad stories about my childhood, and I'm really trying to get them out. <laughs> and here's a special part of our uh, uh, show today. We have with us a magnificent woman. She is a writer, a comedian, and an actress from Cape May, New Jersey, for those of you that don't know. Um, she's a co-host of the nationally trending Twitter storytelling chat, Blurred Dating. And for those of you that don't know or are too damn white to know, Blurred means black nerd. Okay. All right. Um, her blog, Holly Harper Inc., is on Medium, has top writer status in parenting, Black Lives Matter, and racism. She's very racist, though you might not want to read that. <laughs> She's the creator of the popular sketch comedy show, American Candy. And this is a great sketch troupe. If you've never seen it, they have played the comic strip, Gotham Comedy Club, Band Cafe, as well as the Chicago Sketch Comedy Festival. And they are currently, uh, the team is working on editing a pilot they shot last winter. Time Out Chicago named them one of the five groups to watch in terms of comedy, uh, uh, sketch comedy troops. And she's a regular host for the West Side Comedy Club. And she's a, been able to pivot nicely and hosted uh, three smash, so bleh, three smash shows for them on Zoom. I haven't even started drinking it. This is going to be awful. Um, and as an actress, she has starred off Broadway before the whole COVID thing uh, hit in a production of Melanie Maria Goudreau's The White Blacks. And she works with Gold Comedy and Stand Up Girls, two programs that empower young women by teaching them stand up comedy. This is a class. Thank you for, for joining us. Um, for the people who don't know the show and are just tuning in, what we do is we talk about something in the popular zeitgeist and uh, try to figure out what's going on with it, uh, subjects, movies, things like that. And we also, the important thing, review drinks. And today, because Holly was so gracious to join us, uh, uh, Ladies' Choice was Dewar's Scotch Whiskey. Oh, yes. This is a lovely um, uh, 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 scotch out of uh, Perthshire, Scotland, by John Dewar and Sons. And I'm sure I butchered the name of the town, and they're all going to kill me later. But anyway... This is what we're having people today. We're gonna try this and review it towards the end, give it our, uh, uh, out of five, give it our best grades. And it's so yummy. I, I have mine in, with a giant ice cube. Uh, gents, do you guys have yours ready to go? I have mine like this, because I'm a shady mom. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's right. Well, here we go, folks. Cheers, Holly, once again. Cheers. Wait a minute, Cheers. wait a minute. Sean didn't, Sean didn't do the- Oh, oh. Give us a glug for the for the listeners. That's a very quiet glug. All right. That's quiet. Oh. That's right. All right. It's not your fault. No, no, that's not his fault. All right, <laughs> folks, let's have a Cheers. sip and enjoy the show. So for the record, Holly, you are already my favorite guest that we've ever had on this show. And I'll tell you why. Oh. Because typically when we when we do the show at least lately in these COVID times, we're all running around to our various grocery stores, liquor stores, finding a beer or something to drink. And for whatever reason, when you're on the show, Tomo just arrives at my door <laughs> the day before and just gives me a bottle of scotch. 
So it's true. Well, how, it was Holly's choice. So at the very least, I could provide Holly with some booze. Thank you. Yes, at the very least. But just to put her through this, she needs some freaking booze just to be with us here. <laughs> um, one, two. This is a gift for Holly. You two guys, I'm expecting favors. All right, you guys. This is awesome. Like, where were you when I was in labor? Like, where was this? <laughs> that <laughs> this is what helped. I needed. <laughs> that would have definitely helped. <laughs> so, okay, so let, let's just jump right into our topics. And today, what we decided to do for our topic is basically the the delays of everything. Uh, entertainment, right? Movies are getting pushed back. Theater's mm -hmm. been Broadway's been pushed back till June 2021. Uh, the big three movies, uh, uh, and Holly, you probably gathered this already. We're all nerds. We we're all cinephiles. We love our our piece. Mm -hmm. What Sean's not saying underneath the Hanukkah pajamas is Batman underwear. Um, uh, 007 is delayed, pushed till April of 21st, right? Oh, 21. Mm -hmm. uh, Dune is delayed until October of 21. Black Widow is delayed until May of 21. Uh, Pixar Soul is moving to Disney Plus, right? Mm -hmm. Tenet bombed, even though it looked like it would have been a really good Christopher Nolan movie. So sad. What was with that? What? I didn't even know that. Tenet was a movie with a, a, a what's his face? John Washington, uh, Denzel's son. Oh, uh, right. Really? Yeah, the Christopher Nolan. I did, did hear about that. Yes, yes. Uh, Look at me. Denzel is so fine. I even checked for his son. I'm like, what's your kid doing? <laughs> Is he in shape? What's going on here? This falls Denzel's second cousin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, with, with all the craziness and all the COVID going on, and Holly, you're actually a really good person to have, and, and it's one of the reasons why, why uh, we wanted to have you on the show. As somebody who produces uh, uh, live theater, comedy, um, hosts West Broadway, West Broadway, West, uh, uh, West High Comedy Club. How do you, I mean, how, what was the pivot like uh, when you do the Zoom shows? Is it, is it better? Is it worse? I mean, what, what's, what's going on? Well, let me tell you, when the world shut down, because that's what I call it. I call it when the world shut down. I remember it was March 14th. Okay. And I, had, I was in an off-Broadway show. It was my first off-Broadway, first and only off-Broadway show. I was so excited. And we shut down on a Saturday. We were supposed to go through to Sunday, but we couldn't even shut down. We had 16 people in the cast and they were trying to drop out. And it was crazy because some of us were treating them like, why are we dropping out for the flu? But let me tell you, the last day we, we did our show, I was on the train and I realized I was the only person without a mask. And I was like, oh snap, this is real. Because, you know, before that, we had only seen masks in Chinatown. Like, that's the right. only time we mm -hmm. were seeing masks. But so basically, the comedy clubs have shut down. Mm -hmm. they're, and they're starting to close. Like, Dangerfield Comedy Club closed today. Did it. Today or yesterday morning, they shut down. They've been there since 1969. Open wow. by Rodney Dangerfield. Right. Open by Rodney Dangerfield. That's over. Um, wow. they don't want, you can't do comedy nowhere legal like you have to sneak out in the park and do stuff on rooftops or whatever but right, right. it's horrible there's about half a million people 
in New York City, if not more, that are employed between the clubs, the cabarets, Broadway, ballet, American Theater, uh, the, uh, the Alvin Ailey. Yeah. All yep. of it. You know, all like, of it. ballet, yeah. everything, everything. Boom, 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 shut down. And that affects everything from rehearsal studios to seamstresses to ushers yeah. Yeah. to people who make the freaking popcorn in the movie theater. Like it makes, it affects everybody. And honestly, I feel as if right now we are all feeling the effect of bad leadership. Oh, like, well, in the beginning, you know, like it was like coronavirus. Now this is Trump's virus. And so honestly, I feel like we're at this point where film and TV, I think are going to be changed for a while. They're going to be changed for a while. And I don't know when things, right now it seems like there's not enough money for a lot of people to produce what they need to produce. Like you, you guys heard about the TV shows that got renewed and then they got canceled because of COVID. Right. Like they got renewed and then they were like, we can't pay for you with COVID. Right, right. So this is really messing up a lot of people that should be on right now. I don't know what's gonna come of it. I feel like when we get new leadership, God willing, I don't know how y'all feel, I know how I feel. <laughs> I don't care. Um, Tell me, you, you didn't tell her that this is a. Uh, that, that this is primarily a QAnon-based podcast. Uh, oh yeah, we all getting something different tonight. Getting right. something different tonight, honey. When we're not it's a different you know, show tonight. Before I mean, before we started doing the headphones thing, Sean normally has his MAGA hat on while we're recording this. Uh, yo, there was a dude at my CrossFit that had the MAGA hat right after the election and they tried to team me up with him for some kind of workout i was like hell did it no nope that's a that's a big no that's a big negatory good buddy no thank you no it is crazy because he's jewish and i was like you want me to put on some swastikas and you can wear the model we can roll this out he was like <laughs> yeah same energy you know what i mean <laughs> hashtag same right but like so i just feel like right now the entertainment industry is shuffling honey they are scared yeah. either they're shooting overseas either either they have more than enough money to take mission right. impossible 145 to sweden or whatever or else you've gotten shut down right either this is us or you ain't doing it well i mean it well, well first i'm glad you brought that up especially with new york city because i believe after finance finance and the arts are like the two biggest employers in new york city so, you know, banks, Wall Street, that, and right after them is literally entertainment. Yeah. Broadway, yeah. movies, all of that. So I, it's just one of those things, it, it's been screwed up so bad, but what I don't get is why, why these studios are confused, because you've seen what, what, what's-his-face is doing. Um, open up the giant studio down, down in, in Georgia. Uh, 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 Tyler, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. He's doing the bubble. It's the simplest thing. He built a studio. He's like, okay, there's a production going. These are your places where you're going to sleep and eat. Everybody gets tested every day. And we're shooting stuff and making money. And it's just like, that's it. That's all you need to do. Yeah. The only problem with that and the only issue that comes in are, are like indie movies or the smaller budget ones just don't have the means to do no. that. Right. Obviously, like, you know, the things that went back to filming, Mission Impossible, Jurassic World, some of those other ones are all these big budget movies and they're, they're spending 
significantly more than they were already set to spend on these movies, but these big, these studios can do it. Whereas, you know, a, a small independent movie, they're either, they're either on hold or they're just winging it and right. hoping nobody gets sick because they don't have the means to test everybody. They can't house everybody and kind of keep them in this bubble. Yeah. Um, well, one thing about Tyler Perry is that people, if he, I don't know if you guys know, but like he's in Georgia, which is a work for hire. He's not dealing with any kind of union. So, oh, I did not when, know that. When Tyler Perry writes a show, he, he has no team of writers. There's no, he writes the show. Right, 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 like, right, right. So he doesn't have to deal with all of these writers. And so he, I mean, have you seen his studio in Georgia? That's enormous. It's like a whole town. It is. It's, it's totally a whole town. Y'all know he could fit all five Hollywood studios inside his studio and still have yep. room for another studio. Yep. Yeah, because like, he, he went somewhere where real estate is inexpensive and he went crazy. And it's like, yeah. Well, Hollywood slept on that black, on that black church money. They slept on that. Yep. When he came out with his first film, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, in what, 2004? Yeah, 2004, he came out with Diary of a Mad Black Woman. It was at some studio, and they were trying to push him to cast all these other people. And he was like, no. And he, and he was like, look, I'm coming over right now. And they were like, oh, to, you know, to apologize and go our way. He's like, no, to get my shit. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> uh, and he shot it all with his own money. Hollywood slept on that black church money. They he slept on me. that. So now he's got all the cash. <laughs> I was going to say, they, they covered that beautifully when uh, Tom Hanks was on SNL and they did Black Jeopardy. <laughs> And they were talking, and he had the mega hat on. Yeah, yeah. Yard, and they did the whole thing, and he's like, he's like, I love me some Tyler Perry movies because you know, anytime I could get entertained and pray in the same hour, that's money well spent. <laughs> yeah, like, I can laugh and pray in an hour. That's money well spent. That's right. All right, all right, Doug. All right, Doug. Yeah. Like you don't even have to go to church anymore. Be like, isn't God everywhere? Really? I said thank you in the bathroom. Come on now. I said thank you. Thank you. We're good. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it, to me, it's just one of those things. It's like, it's so, how hard would it be to like, for all these studios to do the same? So come on, man. You, you, you literally have closed lots. Well, it's like the old studio system. I wonder if it would go back to like that old studio system where they have, like it was back in the forties and the fifties where like you have a studio, they have their actors mm -hmm. and they have more than retainer. And they're like, here, doll, here's your per diem. Like, we're shooting this, we're shooting a cowboy flick tomorrow. Yeah. Like, get, yeah. get yourself, oh. you know. Well, back in the day, when film first started, they were just like, like plays on film. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Betty Davis, she shot like nine movies in one year. Yeah, I, 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 it wasn't even that long ago because Harrison Ford was a studio actor when he first started. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know but that. this was like in the late 60s, early 70s. And he said he used to get paid like 300 bucks a month. And there was some big studio head, I remember the story, I, some big studio head was, he was in some movie and he was, a, a, he played a bellhop. It was like one of these, he's on screen for two seconds and he's done. Okay. And he's looking for whoever it was. And the studio head's yelling at him and telling him, you're supposed to be a fucking star kid. And he's like, no, I'm supposed to be a bellhop. And the guy kicked him out of the studio because he talked back to him. He was like, get the hell out of here, I don't want to see you again. But he was a studio actor for, like I said, 300, 500 bucks a month. Wow. I feel like now that studio, like we own you, has been replaced by agencies. 
you yeah. know, because it's like something like CAA or whatever. They'll like you'll see a movie where they're all represented by the same agent, the director, mm -hmm. all the actors, like everybody. So I kind of mm -hmm. feel like the agents have replaced the studios. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And I don't know how. I mean, would they do a bubble like on the soundstage, like on the lot somewhere? What, what, what do you mean? For like, if they do a bubble, like how Tyler Perry did a bubble? I just wonder how they would do the bubble. Yeah, the stu I mean, the studio is acres of property. And just, you do it the same way. You get everybody tested and I guess set up some trailers for people and... Do it like the Olympic Games, like Olympic Village style. Like, you just build like an Olympic Village next to a studio. They're like, you all live here. <laughs> you know. I now, wonder too, though, do you think... Do you think studios are holding off on doing any of that? Like, take, uh, I don't know who, who we want to talk about. Take Disney, right? Who's holding uh, Black Widow right now. Mm -hmm. Are they going to invest that in, in uh, production on a new movie before they've even had the chance to release this? Because then they've got, then they've got another movie that they're just sitting on and they mm -hmm. have to keep delaying and delaying and delaying, you know? Like, mm -hmm. are, they, are they waiting until, say, Black Widow hits theaters and everything seems good to kind of then get everything rolling in motion the way it used to be or, or whatever it might be. I don't know. I'll but. tell you one thing though. I feel like a couple of things could happen. I feel like number one, let, let, oh God, let us not get new leadership. Hold on. Just give me a second to like do that. Because <laughs> honey, I was a crying ass woman in november 2016 like my my children were like is mama okay like, <laughs> is she okay she i lost my hospital? god i lost my goddamn mind like i really was i lost my mind uh but what i'm saying is let us go on with bullshit leadership hollywood gonna start getting bubbles do you know what i mean because they're gonna be like if we're gonna be dealing with this dude we're gonna have to look out for each other because obviously yeah. if there's no national plan we're just gonna have right. to get our own plan i don't know they're gonna be out in oakland i don't know where they're gonna be but uh, that's one and number two i feel like if hollywood keeps on with with like delaying everything delaying delaying you see how netflix has so much international stuff i feel like this is an opportunity for other people yep. to sneak hollywood yeah absolutely you know what i mean like y'all not doing it we're the big dogs now sure so i kind of feel like you know we already lost on the education front god damn it like we can't <laughs> we can't lose hollywood too my black ash just got here i can't i can't <laughs> it's I true can't. like no i got no 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 we can't <laughs> we gotta do something we gotta do something yeah. so i bubbles or is, i think bubbles when you say that's not a far off idea hmm. i th i think there's a strange irony to the situation that i think hopefully when trump loses i think the first thing he does is set up his own production company with the biggest bubble in the world and make trump network where he he is the star of a hundred apprentices and every tv show and he runs the whole joint like he's the president <laughs> but that was that was that was that was the whole um story came out about two two years ago that somebody did it, it said he didn't want to be president that's what they said, like when he won, like Melania, like broke down in tears and she was, cause she didn't want to, she didn't want to be part of the uh, uh, election, none of that shit. And the mm -hmm. idea was for him to basically build up this wave of right wing, just anger and mm -hmm. conservative anger and mm -hmm. then cash it in and start his own studio and just make tons of money. 
And he just got fired just, from The Apprentice. That was like off the directly off the back of him getting fired from The Apprentice is right. when he decided, I'll just be the president then. That'll show right. him. Yeah, you know how I'm so mad at Mark Burnett. This is all Mark. This is all fucking Roma Downey's fault. Touched by that goddamn angel. Yeah. Fucking Roma yeah. Downey, married to Mark Burnett. Yeah. Got him the apprentice. Yeah. And you know, Mark Burnett and like, look at me. Like, he's so powerful. He can have me killed in my sleep. But like, Mark Burnett and Roma Downey. Fuck y'all. But like. But it would be on TV. Thing, right? <laughs> we We'd, be voting. We'd be voting for care. it. <laughs> but like, they are those Christian evangelicals. Like, they are that, and that's a whole nother disease. I don't even understand that shit. Like, I don't get it, because God was, Jesus was black and poor, so I don't really get it. You know, I don't, I don't know why. Like, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, Mark Burnett is what brought him up. Like, he was, Trump was on his way out when, he, when Mark Burnett lifted him up. So yep. I could see if after the election, he, if he wants to make shitty movies, fine. I don't care. Oh, you know what that means, Sean. See, what we used to do, Holly, what we used to do around the show, we changed the format a little bit, but what we used to do is watch movies, but we only used to watch the middle 20 minutes. Oh. And try to figure out what's going on. And more, <laughs> and more often than not, we tried to watch a foreign language movie and turn off the subtitles and try to figure out what's going on. But... The movie's kind of, the pattern started repeating itself, so we changed the format to just talk about what's going on right now. There was a movie called, was it China Salesman? Do you remember, Sean? Yeah, yeah, China Salesman, yeah. China Salesman, there was a movie. Not China Syndrome, China Salesman. No, no, China Salesman. Okay. And it was a Chinese-made movie where they go to Africa, and they're the saviors of Africa, because China's (laughs) literally throwing so much money into Africa. And in this movie was Mike Tyson and Steven Seagal. All right, right away. You said Steven Seagal, I was like, oh my God. So, so I totally see Trump making these movies with Steven Seagal and Mike Tyson. And Ice Cube now I hear. What the fuck is going yeah. on Ice Cube? Uh, Ice Cube's working um, with him. <laughs> Ice, Cube Ice Cube fell and bumped his head. Ice Cube fell and bumped his head. Yes, he seriously. fell and he bumped his head. That, no, I'm sorry. I refuse. <laughs> fell, he bumped his head. His wife is handling it. You know what I'm saying? She's going to handle it. Because um, I don't. He just, no boy is not going out like this. No, I refuse. He, no, like, he just, You've got this weird situation where Eminem is anti-Trump. And then, and then, and then Ice Cube is pro-Trump. And you're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, right. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice Cube is screwing up. I think this is... He just woke up and said, today is a good day. He didn't even have to fire his AK. And so... Mama didn't cook no pork, no swine. No pork, no swine in breakfast. It's a good day. Absolutely. And there began, when I saw that video, I was like, shit, that's a big day? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Which you know, I'm, I'm just sorry. Like, I was raised Huxtable without the rape. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, nice. I'm from the birds. So I don't know what you're talking about. By the way, I, I really have to tell you guys something important. Did you hear the warning from the CDC? Wait, CD, CDC. CDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as if the CBC has some shit to say. But go ahead. CDC. Hey, CBS. ACDC. CBS. ACDC. CBS have warnings. Yes. Huh? ACDC. Yeah. Going on a farewell tour. Yes, CDC had a warning that older people should not have oral sex. Stop. Because why? Because you catch COVID if you eat old bat. 
You bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> oh. she'd be like, they'd be like, oh, kielbasa doesn't age well. Oh, kielbasa doesn't age well. You just got to dry it and smoke it. That's all you got to do. Come on now. Ain't nobody trying to catch that old frankenbeans. Get out of here. Come on now. Let, let me tell you something. I see the young guys, they don't know, but I always tell them like, wait till you start hitting your forties and things start sagging a little bit. Like Andrew right now, he's got that muffin uh, uh, attack going on. That's oh shit, they just dropped. Pretty. They just dropped. They just um, dropped a second listen, ago. In another 20 years, I fully expect to be able to take my sack and throw it over my shoulder and I'll have titty balls because that's Stop what it. I fully expect to happen to me Stop. in 20 years. Yeah. yeah. I, I never forget when I knew I was getting older, I was getting, my daughter was like two or three and I was getting dressed in front of her because you know, you can't really leave babies alone like when they're real small. Right. And she goes, mama, when I'm a baby, I want to have boobies just like yours. And I was like, oh, she's like, just not as hangy. I was like, <laughs> Uh, kids are brutal. Kids are brutal. I had a, I had a corona at 10 a.m. after that shit. I was like, <laughs> yes, like no. it's time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and that was the other thing with, with the whole COVID thing. Pattinson got COVID, didn't he? And they had to stop Batman shooting. Yeah, they did. Oh, Robert Pattinson? Yeah. 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 And they're, you know, that's one of the productions that they went back and I don't know that they're exactly doing a bubble, but they're testing everyone and all of that. Sure. Um, and yeah, they and tested him and he was positive And so they shut down for two weeks. Did they, are they shooting uh, in the UK, like uh, Pinewood or something like that? Do I don't know, actually. Um, I want to say it's in the US, actually. Or Toronto. Mm, let me see if I can look Maybe it up. Maybe Toronto. Maybe Toronto. Every I time think- I see Robert Pattinson, I just think of Twilight. And his little pale face from the posters of Twilight. And I'm like, is he okay? Like- Twilight was just so bad. I mean, it, it just, the whole thing with the, with the glowing in the light. And as like, of course, the message that's lost here, like in these things, Twilight was basically about a kid toucher. Because I don't really? care if it looked like he, wow. well, th- think about it. He looked like a high school kid, but he was 115 years old and he just wanted to screw high school girls. That's true. So- that's true. That's that freaky. is true. That is creepy. Because, I mean, if you saw Ralph Macchio with a high school girl, you'd be like, oh, there's two high school. No, Ralph Macchio is fucking 60 years old. He shouldn't be anywhere near this girl. But this motherfucker's 115, and he's like, oh, hey, oh, do you know what I'm thinking? I got a sausage for you. Wait, here, bite this. Get out of here. And a- I've never seen the movies, but he's a vampire, I think. So, right? <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Those people who I, I can't stand those movies where people never age. I'm like fuck you. Like I never forget when I watched the Age Adeline with Blake Lively. It took me four times to get through the movie. Four times I kept starting the movie because I was like, oh, she's this pretty bitch that stops aging at 28. I feel so <laughs> sorry for her. I'd be like, this hoe gets to fuck every generation that comes along. <laughs> And looks good. You know what I'm saying? Then she, she <laughs> fucked Harrison Ford. Then she was fucking his son. I was just like, okay, I feel sorry for this bitch. No, it was I mean, like let's... her daughter got old. She was like, oh, my daughter's old. I was like, whatever, bitch. <laughs> now, what's the rules on that? I mean, is that considered double dipping? If you bet old that's man just his dipping, son? dipping, dipping, dipping. <laughs> that's just dipping, dipping. I, that you know. movie is highly scientific. 
I don't know if you've seen it, Tomo, but there no. is some wonderful science in The Age of Adeline. I'm sure. They have a great moment. The premise, I don't know if you remember this, Holly. Do you remember how she uh, doesn't some age? Some lightning shit. Some kind of yeah. lightning. Oh, yeah. So what it is, perfect. And it, it's very unlike the rest of the movie. So it sort of begins. And it begins kind of like the beginning of a Twilight Zone episode yeah. where they're like, it's a dark night. And uh, this woman is driving on the road. And you're like, okay, this doesn't seem like the trailers. What's, what's this all about? And it's like, and she loses control of her car. And it's all like Vincent Price and kind of like, Ugh. and then she like falls in and she, she goes in the car in the water, in the lake or the sea or whatever the fuck. And, uh, and it's like, <laughs> you, and you see her trying to get out. And he's like, but she didn't get out. But what did happen is that the water was so cold that before her heart stopped and her brain turned off, she it froze. Hypothermia froze. It froze her, her pretty heart. ass. It froze, froze her pretty, pretty ass. ass. But the exact second that her heart was frozen and her brain was about to die, lightning came out of the sky and it struck the car, Frankenstein style, and it shocked her back to life. But because her heart was frozen, it she meant wouldn't age. Her all the cells in your body, the age, thought she was like dead and stopped aging. Uh, and that's the science. This movie pissed me four ways off. Okay. First of all, this pretty bitch never even went through a fat phase. This hoe never got fat. She never even got a fucking eye jammy. You know what I'm saying? Like she just looked, she never had a bad haircut. This bitch never caught an STD. I was like, fuck her. She never had some Me Too shit happen. Like, nothing. Nothing happened to this bitch. The but, worst thing that happened was the one that got away. She just fucked somebody else. I was like... <laughs> and then she gets to be blank fucking lively. I was like, I want to see a fat bitch go through four fucking hundred years. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I want to see a fat bitch go through 400 years. That would and, be... That would be an amazing spoof to make that with Jack Black just eating fucking donuts the whole time. Stop it. Just Jack Black just Stop like, it. oh, you know what? The donuts in the 60s were way better. They used actual lard. Way better. Way better. She never even was she never even was othered in any situation. Even when she was wearing clothing that was a little too old, they were just like, oh, retro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm you, sorry. You, like she would get found out pretty quickly. She was going to these swanky like parties with the young people, and they'd have just been like, "Oh, you know," uh, it said, "Oh, have you met uh, Sanjeev, the uh, the new head of marketing?" And she'd have just been like, "Who's what?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh." Oh, hello, Sergey. Like, what the fuck is going on with this? She's a young, like, lively. She's been like, you're right. She would have, she would have, they would have busted her ass on just all the race <laughs> shit she would have dropped. Like, what are the colored folks doing here? Like, that's all right. She would have been at a party in 1985. Been like, isn't that nigga going to pick that shit up? Like, she would have been like, she would like, I don't understand why I'm getting hit. At this right. party, why right. are the colored folks hitting people? Like, no, right. that shit never happened. She was never a racist. She never got an SC to fuck her. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, come on now. Condoms? What are those? She never even had regular people problems. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Like, every woman goes through a bad haircut at least once. <laughs> that, that shit is called growth. That's but called that's growth. 
That's the thing. When the lightning struck, everything turned to antifreeze, and the hair just stayed in the perfect style. Mm. Right? Science. Science. She never even had split ends. Science. She never. Like... Listen, it's the best science. They had the best scientists. They're the bigliest scientists. They were the best. That's all you need to know. It's and how and how this bitch have highlights a hundred years ago. <laughs> that's, that's she had stunning. she had balage like highlights from like a hundred like like Sally Hirschberger who gave Meg Ryan Meg Ryan her signature haircut cut her hair and gave her her <laughs> hair like her highlights. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> I was mad. I, it, it took me four times to get through this movie because I was like, girl, you're going to watch this movie. Because I have to admit, I really do like Blake Lively. I do, okay. do. I think she's a very good actress. Okay. When I saw that movie, The Town, I was like, mm-hmm. I was okay, like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, that little pretty bitch can act. All right, now. All right, girl, I see you. I see you, Blake. I see you. She's good. She's good. She's a damn right. good actress. But I wasn't feeling sorry for her ass. She could have got hit by a train. I would have been like, well, you had 115 years, bitch. <laughs> what, you, what, what you want? What you want? If they what like, you want? When the COVID came around, if it stayed for COVID and they tested for antibodies, they'd be like, you've got antibodies for like cholera, polio. <laughs> like, what right. the fuck? Like, she right. had Spanish flu antibodies. <laughs> that's right, that's right. She had Spanish like- flu. Like, uh, that's what would have happened, scientifically speaking. That bitch would have spread smallpox all over the world. She had plague antibodies. (laughs) She probably fucked Thomas Jefferson. You know what I'm saying? Like, she'd been here for a minute. Yes. They would have just hooked her up to, like, just, she would have been used as a personal presidential, like, blood transfusion. Thank picture. you. Like, they'd just be like, they'd be like, like, they'd be like get, my, get the blood from the 150-year-old Blake Lively experiment. Tell we got going on. She's the best. She's got the best old young blood. I get all my young old blood from Blake Lively. <laughs> get all my old young blood. It's the that best. Is... She's got blood of the likes that no one's ever seen before. That's... That's right. By the likes that no one's ever seen. You know, they tell me, they tell me, they say she has the best blood. They say she has the best blood. (laughs) I pump it directly into Melania. I just go, Melania's sleeping. I pump it straight in the break lively. Honey, talk about Melania. That time that Trump said, Melania has a kid. That was my favorite moment. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that shit? When he was like anti-vaping before the vaping companies were like, don't fuck us. He was like, vaping is a problem. And my wife, Melania, she is a kid. <laughs> oh, our kid. I was yeah. like. You talk about vampires. His kid, that Baron Trump, that is a child vampire if ever I've seen one. Whenever I see him, I'm like, that kid, that's a vampire kid. Like when they said he got COVID, I'm like, they said, oh, he passed a COVID test, but did you put a mirror in front of his face? Because you wouldn't but see anything. The one, the one that killed me was when they said she had it, there was no sign of her. You didn't hear anything from her? I was like, did she go back to the summer house in Transylvania and climbed into the coffin to regenerate? What the I'll fuck? bet you that bitch almost died. <laughs> I'll bet you that, because you don't kill me. You notice how Trump came out the hospital, did that bullshit photo op? He never mentioned her. No. He never, I was like, no. Barack Not Obama, only that. Barack Obama, only- Shell, Shell's doing fine. And <laughs> Sasha and Malia. They're all- Everything okay? Uh, <laughs> Let's be clear, uh, let's be clear. Let's clear, clear. Uh, Michelle and uh, Sasha and Leah are doing really swell. 
And I just <laughs> want to say to all of you, keep going. Yellow. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> and so f for the record, yeah. I'm going way back here because I, I feel like there's probably one listener who's like was yelling listening to this or in theory would have would yell and listening to this being like ah about the batman thing i, I did look it up liverpool they're filming in liverpool so oh. liverpool. That. Oh, really liverpool. liverpool liverpool they just announced that liverpool is got the strictest conditions of anywhere in the uk like they're they're on like the top lockdown specifically liverpool that okay. would probably explain why the first article that came up when i googled is titled um the new Batman movie is still being filmed in Liverpool, despite the city's tier three restrictions. Okay. Yeah. The, wow. Yeah, the, the... Look at me. We were making, and then right before that, we were making Obama impersonations, and I realized this. This. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'd be like, <laughs> you and I together. It's just like, hey, girl, let me tell you about twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, girl, you want to learn about government? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, Obama. Ow. How do you get a bill through? Get a bill through, Obama. Oh. How do you get a bill through, baby? <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of bill throughs, what is it? Uh, what's today? The 15th? When does yeah, Borat come out? In a week? Next Friday? Is what? Borat is the... supposed to come out like the day before the election. Oh, Borat. Borat. Yeah. Like, Borat. It's like the 22nd of October or something. The like 23rd, that, I, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22nd, 23rd, yeah. Oh, is it? I thought yeah. it was. I thought I had heard it was like the day before election. Borat day. is such cringe humor for me. Like, I can't, it's one of those things I can't stand when people are that stupid. Like, I can't stand it. Like, I want to get a giant fucking x-ray machine and just irradiate these people. Like, you don't. You shouldn't be reproducing. I, I don't want you like to spread your seed on this planet. I need you irradiated right now, like some fucking Terminator seeds from Monsanto. I just don't. I don't want this to happen because it's what it was, when I see like that kind of stupid. I net net. What was it? Nanny nine one one and Super Nanny. Oh, like, that was my shit. Oh no, I just watched <laughs> that was things. my shit. <laughs> no, because when I would see those kids and what they would do. And my jaw would drop, first of all, like the way they would behave. If my father even heard me behave that way, he'd crush me, one. Two, if I ever did something like that to my mother, she would like put me in traction. And I, I, just, I just can't just picture that happening in anybody's household. I'm just like, oh, no, no. Well, I got to admit, it's funny because I, uh, like, you know, Keith and I, I have it, my, I joke about it in my set. We don't spank our kids. Okay. We don't. But to tell you the honest truth, I've never needed to. Like, I really have never needed to spank them. Right. I think that if you just use common freaking sense, <laughs> raising your kids, I don't think you need to. But I'll never forget, I was talking to a mom, one of my mom friends uh, about a month ago, and she was telling me about how her daughter is, like, rude to her. And i never forget, I was like, you put up with this shit? And she just looked at me, and she was like, what are you going to do? I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> You, let's sit down with a pen and paper. Like we can, we can, like we can <laughs> get a lot of on this. Because I, I, you remember your child. I remember my childhood. My parents they could get medieval on that ass, like Pulp Fiction. Like they were not no. having it, and I didn't get hit that that much. 
<laughs> growing up, but there's no way I could just come out my face and say some of the things that I see people's kids say. No, no. There's no I mean, way. I got spanked three times. I'm nearing 50, and I still remember each time vividly I got spanked. And, you know, when I think back at it, I deserved every one of those. Maybe one I didn't deserve. But, like, I remember... There's always one that's a misunderstanding. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm beating or, the wrong kid. Shit. Or, or my mom was drunk. One, one of those two. But anyway... Um, hey, she's tired. She deserves it. Exactly. <laughs> I was three, and I was playing in my mom's bedroom, and we lived in Jackson Heights. They didn't have the, the, the cages on the windows yet, because this was the same. Oh. Okay. And I kept on sticking my head out the window. And my mother was in the kitchen cooking, and she said, stay away from the window. It's dangerous. And every time she'd walk out the room, I'd go and stick my head through the window to look out because we lived on the fourth floor, and I was all psyched that I could look out the window. And then, so, of course, she would call me from the room, from the kitchen, and I'd hear her coming, and I'd go and just, like, play with whatever in the bedroom. And then in my three-year-old head, I decided I'm going to play a prank on my mom. And so she called me. I decided not to answer. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then I hid under the bed. <laughs> so she walked into the bedroom and just saw the curtains doing this, and I'm not answering. And she's freaking out, and I'm under the bed, like, <laughs> laughing, covering my face. And she, like, literally runs to the window, having an heart, absolute heart attack, screaming my name, sticks her head out the window to see where my... <laughs> or he picked apart cor carcasses and and she's like literally just about crying. and I stick my head out from under her bed and I say hi mom all sweetly and innocently like isn't this a great joke I kid you not my mother my mother's got big hands she's not a big woman her hands are as big if not bigger than mine she grabbed me by my face literally <laughs> grabbed me by my face pulled me her face by my face. She just grabbed me by my face, pulled me out from under the bed. Like a That's bowling gangster. ball. That's gangster. Turned me That's around. That's gangster. And spanked the shit out of me that I was like in shock. I like, I just stood there like, <laughs> like I didn't understand what was so wrong because I thought it was a great prank. <laughs> you should have just been like, you should have doubled down. She'd be like, I, I died. God sent me back. God sent me back. <laughs> I'm an angel. I'm an angel. <laughs> you can't be the angel. An angel. Oh, you can't be the angel. Tomo, Tomo, I feel like this, and then with, with the, the, the commentary you just added, Sean, th this needs to be a sketch. <laughs> no, but I remember those few spankings, and I know I deserved it. Like, I remember one very clear spanking. I was about five and we were at the, we were at this department store in Philadelphia and we were shopping for my grandmother's birthday. And so we were in the perfume section and you know, it's like all the glass counters, you know, and you can see through the, the little shelves and jewelry and perfume. And I was like, I want that. And my mom was like, that's for, like, we're shopping for grandma. I want that, we're shopping for grandma. I want that, we're shopping for grandma. I don't know what got into me, but I freaked out and I was like, ah. I just started picking up perfume bottles. Ah, fuck this shit. Like I flipped <clears throat> out. She was like, How old were you? Five. And she snatched me up and she took me to the ladies room and she swung me across the sinks. Cause I remember I didn't want to be, I, was, I saw they were wet. I was like, no. And she put me on the sink and she started spanking me. 
I did the worst thing. I said, help, help everybody. She's beating me again. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> took me in the station wagon and lit that oh, ass oh, up. Oh, yeah. And I remember just being like, why did I say that? Like, I was, <laughs> oh. I don't know why. I just remember like, I, I remember thinking when I was growing up, like, was I bipolar? Because I was just snapped. <laughs> Like one time I found a dead rat in the alley. I just took it home and I threw it at my mother. I just thought it was hilarious. I got spanked for that. So it was like, I got spanked for very clear things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't just abuse. You know what I mean? It was like a very clear, like this little bitch threw a yeah. rat at me. In, in, the in the portrait of a serial killer documentary that they make, <laughs> those are the childhood moments that they would hone in on. <laughs> <laughs> the only now, things you've told me about your childhood those are the bits that I'm like but yeah, think about cool. it now somebody would be like that's <laughs> abuse that's it no. no you deserved it that was self-defense as a parent that was self-defense <laughs> and she was young she had me at 20 21 years oh, old oh for like, sure let me tell you no. something young mom will whoop your ass yeah. when your mom okay. has you young she got all the energy I, I've, I've told this story before on the podcast. I remember being home from college and being at the Garden State Plaza Mall and just going, walking around, and I go on the escalators, I'm going downstairs, and there's a kid, he's about 12, 11, 12 years old, <clears throat> and his mother's on the escalator. They're coming up. She's behind him, and she's pleading with him. She's like, oh, come on, Jeremy, just come on, try it. Please, would you please? Like, why? And he's like, no, mom, fuck. I don't want to try it. What the fuck is wrong with you? I told you, don't fucking try And I, I literally wanted to lean over and be like, lady. I put my hand behind me, like. To, to turn around for two minutes because I will straighten this fucking kid out right now. And I was a young man. I was like 20, 20 years old, 21 years old. I was like, I will straighten this kid out for you right now. No questions asked. Just leave his ass like out of no sense on the floor and then you can take him home and he'll be okay. It's like, I, it's like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I see kids do stuff in public and the minute I see them do it, I hear that song like, reach out and touch somebody's hand. Like what? Light it up, light it up. <laughs> light it up, light it up. <laughs> I, I had so, when I, back when I was working, for those listeners that remember the good old days, Back when I was working at Medieval Times, um, oh, wow. I, I, uh, I, I did, I might have even said this on the podcast once, I don't know, I was doing, because as the host, I like, introduce all the knights, I do my thing, I'm riding around the horse, and I'm going around, and I'm like, and now it's this night, and I'm facing all the things, and it was a school show, because it was all the schools were there. And I come to do my speech in this big spotlight moment, and they're all looking at me, and, and I know it well, but it's still, you know, and uh, and as I scan the front of the audience, there's like all these kids and there's teachers like this. Every like five kids, there's a teacher or something. And then I see this one kid is sitting right at the front. So it's just the plexiglass and the kid and then me. And they're all smiling and this kid's smiling. And he's just he's sitting there. And he just goes. <laughs> I know they can't see this. Sean oh, yeah. is giving the bird. <laughs> he just goes. And then like looks at me like, and, and I, I look at him and I'm like, I'm on a fucking horse. I am a man dressed in, I have a sword. I am on a horse and you are doing this. You have no idea. This is, this is literally medieval. 
Yes. He's, there's a torture chamber 20 yards behind the guy. And, and then I look at him like, I know what you're doing. And he, I'm no joking, he goes, Doubles down. <laughs> no! <laughs> and I'm like, all, all I could think about oh. the rest of the show, I remember going up there, the show's going on, and I'm talking to the Queen about <laughs> I'm talking to the Queen about all the different ways I could fuck this child over. I was like, there's so <laughs> many there's so many kids and there's so many teachers. And I'm like, you know what? If I run immediately after the show's finished and I can meet him at the stairwell and it's gonna be really busy, it's like the fucking Titanic with all these kids and everyone's running around like crazy. I could go there and I could I could purposely walk past and just like jab him like with <laughs> I could do <laughs> I could jab him with my elbow. Just, like, right, right like just, just, just real hey, fast. Just knock on. him over real hey, quick. Hey, kids. Hey, just kids. Like, how you mm. doing? We're just like, mm. just oh, once oh. in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> I could just kick him with my spur. Like, my <laughs> right. kick him on the, in the shin. And then, and then I would, the, what I would do is then I would turn around to him. I go, <laughs> no well, kids who kids who were ill behaved they pissed me off like i can't i used to for like a month i was a teaching artist at a buddhist preschool and i had to go honey a buddhist preschool a they have everything in brooklyn my son went to an african-centered vegan preschool here in brooklyn that's not okay. a joke that's real the, like, that's the the part that I'm the part that surprised me the most was vegan. They yeah, they're vegan. They're vegan. So, but so what does that have to, to do so with a, like kids? So a, a preschool child has to adhere to a vegan diet to go to this school. When you're there. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like when you're there, and it was hilarious because the first week he would come home. He was two and a half. He would grab bacon out the fridge and be like, "Mama, cook it. <laughs> He's cook starving. it. He got him starving." Cook it, mama, cook it. He started to eat his own finger, just eat other kids. <laughs> he was just hungry. Like, he's he's already it. like, I got iron deficiencies, mom. Yeah. Let me tell you something. They were a wonderful preschool. Like, I That's, love those people. I love them great. because they, they no taught strength. them, like, I love them. They, no strength. But taught them, like, <laughs> just weak as fuck. But they <laughs> taught them, like, no athletes. But, there's always you know. there's always a trade-off. You know what I'm saying? There's always a trade-off. <laughs> like with my daughter's school, my daughter's preschool, it was in this Baptist church, and they were wonderful. It was like being taught by a bunch of grandmothers. A little too Jesus-y for me. Just a little too Jesus-y right. for me. Right. And I'll never forget I when I realized like this is too much for me. There was they were like prepping for the Christmas concert. Okay. And she had to sing this song, Happy Birthday, Jesus. <laughs> So glad it's Christmas. And my ignorant ass at the dress rehearsal, I was like, what, what was Jesus born? What day was that? <laughs> like, I really, because Jesus is Santa. Like, Jesus, Jesus is Black Santa to me. That's Black Santa Day. I was like, when was Jesus' birth? Oh, that, oh, that day. Okay. You know, they, you know, they, that, that actually, like, researchers have freaked pinpointed well pinpointed they have estimated that his actual birth was like in like september or, or he's a virgo i knew it whoa, whoa, september whoa. or october <laughs> i knew he was a virgo because they moved, perfectionist. It, they, they moved it to christmas to convert the vikings in that's germanic tribes because that was the midwinter's feast 
Wow. Yeah, to like take it's over Christmas. the winter solstice pagan holidays. Right. Like, kind of okay. moved it over. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But yeah. I worked at a Buddhist preschool here in Brooklyn for about a month, and I could not handle it because the parents were raising those kids to be so freaking entitled and rude. Even at three and four, I'll never forget there's this one little girl. If you out there, Orly, fuck you, okay? You're 13 now. Fuck you, Orly. <laughs> fuck your little ass. You're a little bitch. I, you're a little bitch, and I bet you're a little bitch now. Okay. You are gonna, hold on, hold on. You are gonna come back as a dog now. <laughs> hold, on, hold, on. hold on, hold on, Holly. Before you go on, we usually do. We have a little segment on the show called "Fuck That Guy." So let's just reinforce, reinforce this. What's her name again? Orly. Orly. O R L Y. All right, Orly. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck yep. that guy. For what's going on here? Fuck Orly. Fuck that guy. Fuck, fuck a Orly. Fuck a Orly. Your name is Orly. Fuck you too, bitch. Fuck you too, <laughs> Your name is Orly. Fuck you for being named Orly. That's your fucking misfortune. That's right. <laughs> Why your mama got in you Orly? This it, little girl yeah. was so rude. Oh, rude. I would start talking. I'll never forget one time. I was, this is, I was there what, 90 minutes a day. 90 minutes a day. And I would go in and do like little improv and little lessons. She was like, I don't like it when you're here. And then, because I didn't acknowledge her, she started being like, I don't like it when the black lady's here. And finally, I could not take it. I said, you know what, little girl, you talk too much. I don't want to hear your voice anymore. You're getting on my nerves. How about you go sit in a corner far away? She was like, <laughs> I'm very upset. I said, you should be upset. You just got shamed. And I go sit in the corner. That's how shame works. Don't fuck with me. I don't give a goddamn. I don't give a goddamn. I've been hit by the best. Like, fuck that. Mom, dad, auntie, uncle. I know how to pay respect. Like, I have a lot of mouth. But when it comes to my elders, I know how to act. Yeah. She's probably. I like know a, how to show people respect. You know what I'm she's saying? probably like a Republican representative now, and like that's like she's like that's it. I'm like, oh my god. You know what? You know who she? She's what, what's her name? Tommy Laren. She's her assistant right now. <laughs> you know about Tommy? What cracks me about Tommy, little uh, dumbass Laren, is the fact that she always tries to like clap at people, and they just clap back even harder. It's like uh, it's... why do you? Is she still a thing? I thought she was like, I... She's been trying. She's been yeah. trying. Because didn't her she... whole thing, her show, or did she have a show, or was it a web show? I don't, I don't even know. Didn't that all get canceled, or like, she got kicked off of some, she was on some. She was now. on yes. the Blaze. She was on the Blaze. <laughs> and then she got kicked off. Yeah. I think, didn't Fox News pick her up or some shit? Fox, I think Fox picked her up because she was on with, what's his name, Glenn? Beck. Is it Glenn Beck? Is it Beck? We're talking about Glenn Beck? I, I think so, yeah, Glenn Beck, yeah. She was on his network, and the whole thing was that she was um, pro, uh, uh, she was anti, uh, 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 she was pro, pro abortion, pro choice. She's pro choice, yeah. Oh, she and yeah, pro-choice. they fired her. They were like, you can't be on our network anymore. Right, and she that. was like, well, I'm, uh, I'd be a hypocrite because I believe in it. And it's just like, all right, well, later for you, sister. You know. I love how these men kicked her off for pro abortion things because <laughs> they bleed so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you've never bought a tan pack, sir. You never, and t- unless you have fashioned a whole fucking maxi pad out of a hockey rink toilet paper, <laughs> I don't want to hear shit from you. 
you know, I always try, I always try to be as sensitive as I can. Cause like my wife and I have been together for 25 years. So I always try to be, uh, uh, uh thank you, Holly. The guys are looking at me like, Oh, fuck you. Who cares? That's a god. That's a god. What? Yes. <laughs> that shit could blow up at any goddamn minute, but it's been held together. You know what I'm saying? Tell so, all those that I'm talking about. So I, 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 I always try, you know, to sympathize, but I can't because I'm a guy. And she's like, she's like, I got cramps. It's really bad. I'm like, yeah, I got cramps too. It's like, my flow is really heavy this month. I'm like, yeah, I'm farting because I had those cookies. It is like that, it. that's about all the association I could do there. I'm like, okay, but picture your ass bleeding. Your ass is bleeding. You need something to go up there, and you're hating life. You're well, hating life. At least you got cramps. And I needed money. What, what's least, that? I was going to say, at least you got cramps. It's it's it doesn't work the same with me and my wife because I love to remind her. Where I remind her a couple of times, I've never had a cramp in my life. Never had a single crap. I don't know what it, I actually don't know what it's like to just not be comfortable all the time. I'm just <laughs> That's why see you asshole. That's why so many breaks up in here. You an asshole for that shit. I I am just constantly a comfortable white British man. Yeah, that's why so many that's why so many breaks up in this apartment. I'm just like, bitch, I bleed. This is you. I bleed. This is you. You you go. John, you're my hero. I bet you a bleeder ain't breaking up in here. I bet you it's not a bleeding ass woman breaking up in our busting up in our apartment right now. That's your territory. I, I'll tell you right now what Sean's all about. That's because he eats all those bananas. It's all that potassium, and he never cramps up. Stop it. Have you guys ever seen that video when they actually gave men? The simulated labor pains. I I did I did see that years what? ago. What? Yes. What? And guys started crying like little girls in like thirty seconds. Thirty. Because let me tell you something. I tried natural childbirth. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Because I take I have a drink at noon. I don't have a natural Friday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I have a mimosa at noon on Fridays. So I don't know what the hell I was thinking about a natural childbirth. Yo, those labor pains hit, and I couldn't even talk. But that, they were like, how are you feeling? I was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And they were like, we have to give you drugs. I was like, OK. <laughs> I threw all my, my whole, all my morals, all my beliefs right out the window. They're like, right out the window. sorry, but we're going to have to give you drugs. I was like, if you say so, <laughs> if you say so. It's like, uh, yeah, hold on, I got a pipe right here. Put it right, put it, put it. I'll do it myself, just give me. Let me tell you, now that I've gone through two births, neither of them natural, I, I, I have to admit, like, <laughs> I've had friends, like, well, my, my, my girlfriend, she totally, she had babies after me. She was like, I'm so sorry I didn't have it for you, but have it for me. Let me show you my 263 photos of my natural birth in my kiddie pool in Malibu, California. And I just look at her and I'm just thinking, yeah, bitch, but you're going to get hit by a car one day. <laughs> Yo ass. You can't escape pain, bitch. You're going to get hit by a car or but you know something. That's a lot of that, what they say, um, what they say a lot of women, when they, the, what the brain does as a defense mechanism, kind of like when you cover up abuse and stuff like that, you just put things and that's why it like, gets... Car compartmentalized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like... And, they're saying they, they romanticize it because the endorphins come in afterwards. You're really happy to have the kid, but the pain is just coming. You're not happy to have the kid. You're happy to be out of pain. Well, people always say, you're happy to have the kid. No, you're not. You're happy the pain is over. It's like, oh, 
this thing came out of me. Oh my god! It's. I mean, think about when you take a big dump. It's just such a relief, and that's nothing. But let me tell you what's crazy though is the fact that you give birth. The, when I the first time I had, I had my my daughter, the first kid, I was in like the high tech Columbia Presbyterian hospital in the birthing room, and they got a whole team. They're all masked up. And it's so serious. And then the minute you have the kid, they're like, okay, we're gonna give you Tylenol. You're like, what? <laughs> no. Like the minute that baby's out, they don't give a shit about you. Like no. everybody goes away. They take she the is. IV out. They take you to the <laughs> shitty little room with your sweet mate that don't speak English. Like they, honey. They're like, she didn't die. We can't make any money off this one. Fuck it. No. Living. <laughs> You're right. You're right. They do. And I don't know about, did your wife, are you guys in New York, Sean? Uh, we're in Jersey. You're in Jersey. Did you guys have yeah. a private room for afterwards uh, for the baby? Yeah, 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 we did. Did you have to pay or no for the private room? No. There you go. I had my babies in New York. That was stupid. They make you pay in New York like 600 bucks a night. <sighs> but this was like 10 years ago, so I'm sure it's more. Oh, and, oh, that's crazy. And it's the weirdest thing to be watching Fatal Attraction with your sweet mate the day you had birth. I was just like, I was sitting there, we both like, just asses stitched up. Just talk about girls. It's a good movie. <laughs> they gonna come back with the ice pack. All right, yeah, all right, I got you. <laughs> First, right, you know what? I can't help but think that the hospital cable operator put that shit up on purpose because they're like, see that boiled bunny? That's your fucking kid. It's not good looking. That's how ugly and wrinkled your kid looks like a boiled <laughs> rabbit right now. It was awesome though because my sweet mate didn't speak any English. So I put it in the subtitle, like I was able to put it in Spanish subtitles on the TV and she had never seen it before. Uh, so I was like, to watch Fatal Attraction with this bitch I ain't never seen it before. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, girl, everything's gonna work out. He's gonna leave that woman. <laughs> oh no, no, she, she's not gonna kidnap that kid. <laughs> Every time something bad happens, do a shot of morphine. Every time something bad happens, do a shot of morphine. <laughs> it's a drinking game. <laughs> turn that shit to never have I ever. We're like, never have I ever boiled a rabbit. <laughs> never have I ever. Oh, that's my funny. We, it's, I run it. We didn't... <laughs> We didn't have. It's not that funny. It just made me think of it. <laughs> I did. What am I? What am I look saying? At, look at him lowering I'm, expectations right away. I'm wasting. Uh, I'm wasting my breath with something that's not even a, a joke. Uh, no, I just made me think of it. She said, "Fell attraction." Where my wife, the suite we were in, was the same suite that Michael Douglas and Catherine Rosita Jones had a kid, like, ten. 15 years before. Really? Wow. It was the favorite story of every nurse on that ward because they they love to say it because they specifically, it wasn't a fancy place. This is Valley Hospital in Ridgewood. And they love to say this because they were going to give birth, their first kid, they gave birth in like the same as you, like fancy, like whatever in the city, like Presbyterian, like Cedar Sign or whatever. Mm. And it was, it was too much. And they'd press all over the place. People were outside. Mm. They were like, blah, blah, blah. And so they're, their primary doctor, whoever that is, specifically recommended Valley Hospital in Ridgewood because they said, like, go there because it's excellent quality, like quality-wise, medical-wise, because Ridgewood is full of incredibly rich people in Jersey. For us, it was just the closest hospital that wasn't Hackensack, and there's no fucking way we were going to Hackensack because we were going to just, like, you know, whatever. But they... <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Both of my nephews were born in Hackensack. They're fine. Uh, we were watching a lot of documentaries about uh, whatever. 
but they, yeah, but they ended up going there. They, they ended up getting Mike Douglas and Kevin Jones when they said that they're like no press. They're like they don't. There'll be no press. There'll be no cameras. Like you can have a quiet birth. No, it's written in New Jersey. Too. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. So that was they. They loved that little story. So I was like, oh. I just remember when I had my daughter in January. It was weird. The nurses kept telling me it was. They said that like every nurse told me this. Like at least five nurses. They were like, you know, January is the the lowest amount of births it's the low and it's true i looked it up january is when americans have the least amount of babies that's when i and was, it was born. makes sense I was, I was born january wait what's nine oh months? you were what's what's nine I'm january second january my april. mother's birthday april literally my mother's birthday why is that why is nobody why is nobody having sex in april i don't know i was uh <laughs> I was fucking. Uh, okay. <laughs> there, there were a lot of people. We fucking were married. Uh, that's what happens. Uh, <laughs> that's I just remember. Yeah. I just remember because if I had her in January, there was like no, really, the hospital not desolate, but it wasn't busy, and I didn't realize it wasn't busy because it's my first kid, so I don't really right, know how busy right, right. it gets. But when I had my son in May, holy shit! I had my son in May at my holidays. And my Monday's hospital is where all the Hasidics give birth. And you know, they be dropping babies every 18 months. So I'm not, I'm not being ignorant. I'm not being racist. I'm being real. They so, do. so Rocky yeah. was a Labor Day baby? I'm sorry, who? I said Rocky was a Labor Day baby? Memorial, no, he was right before Memorial Day. He was two no, days no, no. before. He was I in May. Was, but, and he was like two days before Mother's Day. I had no, him, I brought I him mean, home. The conception. Conception. Like a Labor I Day guess. Party? Probably. <laughs> Probably drank too much at my brother's barbecue. <laughs> we started dancing to some 90s shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, is this CNC Music Factory? Oh. We started we probably started dancing to some 112. <laughs> Only you, girl, I want to. <laughs> Okay, we we're losing half the team, Holly. Don't even. There's into some bad boy. Look at you, little young asses. Y'all don't know good music, goddammit. Look at y'all. No, but yeah, I had my son. I had him in the freaking hospital where all the Hasidic women have their babies. I had to be in the damn, like, ER, almost like the prisoner part. Like, when you had the baby, I had and, the baby. It was this way. In the supply closet. It was crazy. The and, then they got, and then they got me, they got me, but I'll never forget. This is the craziest shit. I gave birth, I gave birth in the ER, which is weird. When you give birth in the ER, just a sheet dividing you. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Because I went to the, I tried to give natural childbirth. I went to the Brooklyn Birthing Center. And they were like, oh, we have meconium inside you. I'm sorry, we got to rush you to the hospital. I was like, what does that mean? They were like, your son took a shit inside of you. I was like, oh. Oh. Well, now I know he's a boy. Uh, he's a real boy. <laughs> so they rushed me to my Mondays, and they gave, I gave birth in the ER. But like, I'm never the nurse who helped deliver. She goes, "There's a woman in the next room who's having her tenth baby." And I swear to God, this bitch sounded like this. Ow! <laughs> uh. I was like, "Listen, <laughs> listen, listen." Biology is such that by the time you have your test, <laughs> uh, if, if you sneeze, you're having that kid. You're going to like, oh, sorry. I was like, I've had rougher shits than this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
You ever have like a you ever have a boo boo that can change your whole perspective? Like you ever have a boo boo where all of a sudden you like I, I'm going to be eating fiber. I'm going to be working out. I need. I'm going to be eating green. Like you gotta have a boo boo to change your whole shit. You know what I mean? Like. But this woman was like, I swear to God, keep, my husband was like, is that really a woman? And she's like, uh. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, she's got like she get like a free you should get like a free baby with that like the reward <laughs> like the stack yeah, the cars, like, like, yeah they're like, like oh you're at ten like, tov, your tenth child you get to take somebody else's child who left the faith who couldn't cope with the psychological damage you get to take this child now because you've raised ten of them way hey, schmoo off you go I, don't, I have to admit I don't understand like the card you get at the deli thank yeah. you. I gotta admit, like Andrew and Sean, I don't understand because I'm one of six kids. I'm one of six. Okay. And that's, yeah. And that's, I'm like the top half in the middle. I'm the third one down. Okay. Out of six, the top half in the middle. And it's like, it just <laughs> made me into a negotiator. I'm very diplomatic. But I feel like it makes me put up with more shit than I should because I'm a middle child. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, being one of six, I totally believe in birth order because I've witnessed it. And I have to admit, I, I don't, this is so mean, I don't <laughs> understand the third kid. You have an heir, you have a spare. What the fuck do you need? You have two goddamn kids. I think when you notice that one of them is maybe not so uh, worth the time, you're like, well, we've got to do over. We get to do another one. I, there, was a, there was a stand-up comedian, he had a joke about that. Adam, Adam Ferrara, Adam Ferrara. New York stand-up comedian, and he was talking about that. He says it was him and his two brothers, and he said when they'd fuck up, his father would say, like, all right, well, now you know I had a three of you because we knew one day we'd have to kill one of your sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what his father would say. <laughs> That's good. Oh Let me tell you something. When you're six kids in your family, there is never a cohesive. Like, that just shit is only in TV shows. There's always somebody who's not talking to somebody. And then somebody's the favorite of this one. Somebody's the black sheep in the family. Like, I don't understand my, six kids. I don't. My know. mom. My mom is one of ten. And uh, so they were fucking. So, <laughs> good and Catholic in the mountains. Yeah, baby, absolutely. What else are you gonna do? Okay. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the family is such that my youngest uncle is younger than my oldest cousin. Oh wow! So there is so literally. There's literally 24 years between the oldest sister and the youngest brother. I can't. I can't. My, I can't. Mom, is, I my just... mom is right in the middle. I think my mom is number five or six. So she's in the, She got the good tight womb. You know what I mean? She got the good tight womb in the beginning. She was like, I'm safe and sound. The other kids were like, shit, I'm holding on. Well, I'm telling you, by, by the time I'm she, she moved walk too fast. I gotta hold on to this. There's, there's graffiti on here. Someone has their name here. What the fuck is this? Dozo was here. This Somebody dented this wall. This thing doesn't even work anymore. Like, replace it. <laughs> Tell you. My Mom's like, you gotta jiggle it. You gotta jiggle it. You gotta jiggle it. My this grandmother would out. sneeze. My grandmother would sneeze and a kid would come out. Yeah, that, that's basically what it, it, it turned into. That is, man, I never forget, my home, not my hometown, but I grew up in South Jersey, in Cape May, New Jersey, and like a few towns over, there was a family, they had 25 kids, 25, this woman pushed Same out, woman? 
Was it yep. Pokemon? Is that possible? No, it is. <laughs> it they is. got married when they were 16. They got married as sophomores in high school. Oh, uh, okay. Because they were pregnant and they had a baby every year for 25 goddamn Jeez. years. Until her early... That's a lot of Irish twins right there. That's a lot of Funny. Irish twins. You know what's crazy, though? And some people, it's Irish twins. I've heard Puerto Rican twins. Puerto Rican twins, twins if you're from the city. It depends yeah. on who you're with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me. If I'm with some black people, I'm like, you know them Irish twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever acceptable racism you're going for, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, who can we talk about right now? Who can we insult without causing too much offense right now? Ah, the Irish and the Puerto Ricans. What the, the fuck Irish. are they going to do? Oh, look at that. Look at those Somali twins. <laughs> My favorite is when you know people could be slightly, like, you know someone could be slightly racist. When they don't say Puerto Rican, they say Puerto Rican. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> they said Puerto Rican. We're, we're in the South now. They <laughs> said Puerto Rican. <laughs> don't even know how to say it right. Because I remember, I remember I had an uncle who used to say Puerto Rican. <laughs> and I used to be like, isn't he an issue? Like, he's a grown-ass man. Why is he saying that shit? <laughs> but, you know, when you, when you hear Puerto Rican, you can also hear, I don't know all that cackalacka. You're like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, yeah. okay, okay. We're just going to keep this in the car. We're not going to say none of this when we get out the car, right? We no. got the car. No. We just, yeah. we've all got an uncle. uncle. We oh. all do. Everybody got that auntie, uncle. The I, racist I, auntie. I didn't know anything about coming from England. Like, we don't have, you know, we, we have no biases. I have no idea of someone being... <laughs> really? No, 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 no. My point Y'all is, like vintage There's no racism, racism in England? <laughs> Y'all got like vintage racism. If you're from oh. an island, you're from an island. They're just islanders. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't have specific... Because y'all really? have so many black people on BBC, right? I, I was going to say, I was going to say... there's so many... But, We've got all the best, uh, you know. The... I was going to say, your packy neighbor, I'm sure, appreciates that very much. Thank you. Right? <laughs> right. There you go. Mm. No, oh, but... oh, yeah, I don't understand right. 25 goddamn. I don't understand 25 kids. I don't get that. Go ahead. You were saying, Andrew? Oh, I was going to try. This may be very controversial. Oh, I was going to oh, say. Please. I was going to say. scotch together. Go ahead. I was oh going to say, uh, do we want to talk about the, the movies as we started this? Which movies? Oh. <laughs> the, t the topic for this podcast. Oh, the 007? All that stuff. I just, if, if you know. I mean, we could go do a run-through. I think, I think we could do, let's do a run-through. I just saw, I just was curious, scotch. you know, as, uh, as, us, as us nerds go, any thoughts on waiting on these movies and, 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 uh, Thoughts about movie theaters and things like that. I was, I was just gonna say, you know. Did you guys see the latest thing that I I posted and somebody posted on my uh, I saw on my Facebook feed. Said, please explain this, and it's a picture of an airplane packed with people with masks on, and then an empty theater. I said, why one and not the other? And I was kind of like, they have a point. Well. I have a slight problem with that. And, 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 and as someone who primarily works in theaters, like I, I want to get back to theater, but like the difference is you got a cast of like 30 people who are professionally trained to project spitting at you True. versus you've got one camp fucking cabin crew guy at the front doing this with the exit. Wait, but did they right? mean, That's... but did they mean uh, live theater or movie theater? 
See, I thought movie theater. I was thinking movie theater. Which live? The pictures are live theater, I think. I mean, I I think it was meant for either, but I see Sean's point clearly. I do. I see that for sure. I, I see it too. I don't They've know. I kind of agree, them. maybe with that meme more on the movie theaters, which movie theaters are open in in uh, Sean and Tomo in your neighborhood. Yeah, more or less. Oh, in, they are? in Jersey. Yeah, they're open yeah. in Jersey, but not yeah. here in New York. Um, no one's well, going. Did you, did you did you hear what AMC is doing? No. no. What, what are they doing? AMC is renting out the theater for nine bucks if you want to watch a movie in a theater for up to 20 people. Oh, are oh, they doing wow. that? Uh, Alamo was doing something like that. And Shit, I saw I it and was that. like, that's awesome. I would do that. I would absolutely do that. Yeah. We could, we could, oh my podcast. God. I'll never forget the moment. Yeah. I, had a sh- I had a short film in uh, Urban World a long time ago. And to see my short film on the big screen on 34th Street, like, I thought I was going to have an orgasm. I really did. <laughs> my husband was like, Holly, I was like, stop talking. Don't talk. You're Don't ruining talk. the moment for me right now. Ruining the moment right now. Stop. Stop. No, but that's awesome to rent it out for that. That's, that's pretty tight. That's I like cool. that. Yeah, a lot of people No, but it's it. like comedy clubs because... I work, you know, I host out of Westside Comedy Club and the booker and I, Felicia Madison, we work on another project together. Um, she's like in this whole thing where she's like, how can bowling alleys be allowed to be at, open, but comedy clubs aren't, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I'll be honest with you. I know why they aren't because you're like, ha, ha, ha. And it's like, ha, 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 ha. You know what I mean? Like going out into the air, but it's like, and a lot of comedy clubs are in basements. Mm. Yeah. No window, not even a door, not just a door right, to a right. stairwell. And people are drinking, people are drinking, and, and like the second you drink, all fucking sense goes out the window. All right. sense goes out the window. All right, exactly. And I mean, again, this is one of those things that's common sense. Um, there are the places, what was it? There's a, a Massage Envy chain. And they went and got a giant like air purifier, like with the UV lights and the whole nine, for their air conditioning system. Oh, wow. So that the air in the place that circulated is sanitized constantly. And I'm like, if you're a movie theater, why would you not drop five, ten thousand $10,000 to not, you know, to make money as opposed to like not do anything and go broke? Like, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. It's like well, a the, investment, the, do it, the, take care of it. Yeah, but the theaters, the theaters in the places that can be opened are opened. Even if they had, like, say in New York City, even if they had that system, the government's not allowing New York City or New York State, I think it's statewide, not allowed to open. So it's like, why would you? No, no, I, I, I get but, that point. But, but my point is, like, why wouldn't you present that as an initiative? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But well, on that I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like most people thought the administration was going to handle this shit. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Like they thought. I don't think anybody back in March thought we'd be sitting here in October. It was no, going to be no, over by no. Easter. It was over by Easter. That was the plan, right? Well, by uh, but July, no, the Easter thing rocking. cracked me up. The Easter thing cracked me up because, honey, I was on Facebook watching aunties down south with their masks for Easter with the with the pearls and the just bejeweled, honey. Just like, look, girl, I got my mask. I was like. Auntie, you could just meet Jesus at home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I mean, the one, the, the most infuriating one for me this whole time was when, when uh, Wax Boy, Jared Kushner, went up and said, like, said oh, country, the, the country's going to be rocking by July. It's like, he said that. He said all, that. 
You don't even know what the fuck rocking is. That's just a phrase you heard somewhere with your pale ass. I don't even think you're. He looks like a vampire teenager. He don't know the fuck. Completely. Like he should have been in Twilight, not fucking Robert Pattinson. He should have been in Twilight. But ain't nobody trying to kiss him, though. I'm just saying. No. no. But you can see with Jared Kushner, there's a little man who lives behind his ear that when he smiles or smirks, he just like, he operates like a screw thing with like a bit of tiny light and he goes. (laughs) No, no, no. Better yet. Remember remember the first Men in Black? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember, uh, what was his name? Uh, the, the jeweler guy? Something with an R, I think. And he had the little alien living inside his head, operating everything. That's what Jared oh Kushner is. Jared Kushner is an actual yeah. alien. Every time I hear loop. his voice, I want to punch him in the fucking face. Like, he's like, I, he's a little whiny ass. I feel as if blah, blah, blah. I'm like, shut up and go to prison with your dad. Like, ew. New Jersey's finest, Kushner. Word, New Jersey's finest. When I read about why his dad went to prison, I was like, you're from a garbage-ass family. That's some shit, huh? Like, holy shit. I didn't hear that. That's why Christy didn't get offered anything in the administration. They were trying to get his big behind shit. Like, I knew they were trying I mean, to get him nothing. You know when Christy failed to get a position in the administration? When he took that picture in a softball outfit. And he had those tight pants on. And you could yes, see- and he had a fupa. And he had the when Chris Christie had that fupa, that shit was over. The moose knuckle was showing like that. It was just like, He oh. had a camel toe, the moose knuckle. <laughs> the calzone? Yeah, it was yeah. fupa on fleek. It was fupa on fleek. And I was like, he ain't getting Big yeah. pussy. I was like, but, he's but, not. But Christie put away his father because, yeah, Sean, you didn't know. Kushner's father tried to get his sister's husband in jail he literally hired a hooker to like sleep with the sister's husband to yep. try to get the sister divorced yep. and i was like he was like what the fuck no what was what, yeah. on and then they found out like to try and, and it, i think there was some real estate deal I, wait I this is illegal <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa whoa i need you to backtrack oh, which which, which parts my, my of this are ringing. illegal on, my doorbell's <laughs> ringing let me see who that is <laughs> i need to know specifically which parts of that plan are illegal <laughs> and the thing is that chris christie he's a corrupt asshole but like he wasn't lying about the kushners no he was not no. lying about them what happens to all these guys they get some success and then they get, the power goes to their head and they go crazy because when it came to sandy christie did a good job in jersey like when there were lines for gas and everything and he was like all right you know uh if you if your license plate ends in an odd number you get to go for gas on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If it's even, you get to... And it was just like, oh, okay, the lines are gone. Boom. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Like, take care of it. Like, that kind of stuff. But, like I said, like the power goes soon, and then they had the whole fucking bridge gate, and that was just, like, such bogus. And it was just it was just terrible. It was like, you, you can't do that shit. But. Well, how did he yeah. do with Corona? How did Chris Christie... Because remember he got Corona? Is he okay? Uh, oh, he's yeah, dying. Oh, he's dying. <laughs> He's uh yeah he he's is with, he's with Melania he is like <gasps> he's like knock knock knocking on Listen, heaven's door he yeah, totally he was in ICU for seven days with his fat ass because you know fucking ICU ICU for seven days Shit. yes and you know if somebody says like you're fat shaming you goddamn right I'm fat shaming because it's okay if you're comfortable with yourself being fat but if you're sick this uh, oh 
You can be fat all you want, but if there's a disaster and I have to wait to get your fat ass up over a wall, if you could get over the wall by yourself, be as fat as you can. But oh. you sit there and get your ass be over. Fat the fit. I know days. fat fit. Be fat fit. Be right. fat fit. The nerve to be fat and sick. I mean, at least someone like <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury had the decency to be skinny and sick. Exactly. I don't know why. Well, I think, I think if we can't shame people for being fat, then we shouldn't have to be sympathetic when they're sick. Actually, somebody, I saw somebody posted on Instagram, and I thought it was very funny, the whole thing with the fat and being comfortable. And somebody said, this is gaslighting. Because unless your <laughs> blood work is completely clean and your cholesterol is fine and your blood pressure is fine and your electrolytes are fine. You're basically pretending that you're healthy and you're not. And I, I gotta like, admit though, sometimes with the fat, like you talk about BMI, like I'm five foot three and it says I'm supposed to be 115 pounds. I'm 140 pounds, I'm a no. size seven. BMI, and I'm like, I'm not BMI a fat woman. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, what do you want no. from me? BMI doesn't work. BMI only works, and this is, this is the confusion, and they love to do this on the computer. BMI only works if they actually submerge you into water to see what your volume displacement is. Huh? Okay? In other words, if you have a lot of muscle and you have really dense bones, your weight mm -hmm. will be higher than someone else. And okay. you're not fat, you're just heavier. Put in The Rock's numbers. He's 6'5". 275. He's obese according to BMI. Does The Rock look obese? That motherfucker looks like he's smuggling bowling balls under that no, shirt. No, The Rock looks obese. so good. He does. I we mean, we could all agree. I how mean, good he and looks. If, if his face was I, a little bit better, I would even consider after some scotches, like make it comfortable. <laughs> I've, been, I've been smelling what The Rock is cooking. I've been smelling. I smelt it. I wish he dealt it. I was like, honey. I'll never forget, I'll never forget, back in the 90s, I was like, I don't know if this man is black, white, Puerto Rican. He could be like Tiger Woods with that capillation shit. Wait, wait, I don't did know you say Puerto Rican? Is. Did you say Puerto Rican? I said Puerto Rican. What'd I say? <laughs> Y'all got me with the goddamn scotch. He could be Puerto Rican. <laughs> I don't know what this brother is, but he's, he's... a brother and, uh, <laughs> no. He's got that Obama thing. He's got the Hawaii black thing he's like i got hawaii i got black like he's it's like not hawaii he's samoan he's samoan and black that's all yeah well he was born in hawaii yeah he was from he yeah. is from hawaii so. but, but the rock is very interesting there's nothing hotter than a man who's like mad freaking strong and whoop some ass but all of a sudden he's like hey little lady you're like oh, oh. i know i feel the same right way. now he says to like, me hey there, little lady i'm like oh stop just stop. Get you my... don't get that with that Arnold Schwarzenegger. Be like, no, fuck that. Hi there, little lady. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Let me tell you, I saw a video of Arnold when he was young and he was in Brazil. And it was the most disturbing video. This was right about the time he got elected governor. Okay. And he's with some pretty Brazilian girl. He's in either Rio or Sao Paulo. And she's teaching him the language. And somebody's videotaping this. And he has a carrot, like a peeled carrot in his hand. And for some reason, he's saying bunta. And I don't know if this is like Brazilian slang for dick or <laughs> pussy or sex or I don't Something. know. But he's very much entertained by it. And he has this carrot and he's pushing it in and out of this woman's mouth. 
Stop. Stop. No, Stop. I not. Find the video. Find the video. Stop it. I kid you not. And and it Stop looks it. and it's supposed to be like a sexy thing. Bunta. Bunta. And he's pushing this carrot in this woman's mouth. And this woman looks like this is a Nazi snuff video. She is terrified. She's like literally like Oh my god. So you see that mouth raper with a carrot? What the fuck yes, happened? Absolutely. It is the most Can you even press charges for that shit? Like what the fuck uh, is your support group look for that shit? He stuck a eggplant in my mouth. He had a banana. He had and, a carrot. Like what the fuck is and, I got, and this is I got filleted by Turbo Man group. And this is this is a young Arnold with still the like bodybuilding hair with the like waves and looks like a like a sixties reject kind of thing. And he's sitting there, he's going, Bunta, ha, Bunta, yeah, Bunta. And just pushing this carrot in and out of this woman's mouth. And she's like kinda like I'll never forget the first time like as a child, I think it was like Red Sonia or some shit, some movie he did. Mm-hmm. Red child. Look Red at your little young. Look at your little young. But I'll never forget the first time I saw him, I realized, oh my God, when he opened his mouth and he started talking, I was like, oh, this is what men, this is how men feel when a hot, stupid bitch starts talking. Exactly. Oh my God. I exactly right. It. Exactly. The first time he was like, he was all hot, and I was like, oh, I was like 12. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And he was like, I was like, ooh, stop talking. Stop talking. I was, it was like, it was like, it was like somebody put a blow dryer on my 12 year old panties and just dried the whole fucking thing up. It was like, I was like, mm. I, I went on a date with a girl in high school, and she was. No, you didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is true. She was bad hot. And I was super psyched to be going on this date. And so we're walking to the movie theater. We're going to movies. And she says, so what's that class that I see you in? I said, oh, it's physics. What's physics? And I literally went, ah, ah, ah. Stop it. I was like, oh, no, it was dumb as a bag of rocks. I mean, a bag of hammers was smarter than this girl. And it was just like, Instantly, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to take you home, and then I'm going to go home after the movie. It's sad, though, because I know what it's like to feel to be getting treated like you're stupid. Because, like, I'm very smart on, like, the language and interpersonal side, but on the science and math side, I'm dumb. Do you know what I mean? So, What's the square root of 81? Nine, right? (laughs) So you're not that stupid. But let me tell you, when I was in high school... I went to this Quaker boarding school when I was in high school and they moved my math class. All of a sudden they're like, you're in a different room. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I went to the class and it was like, my high school, I played lacrosse, I played field hockey. I was, you know, I got, I got, I was a head cheerleader, whatever. But like, Holly. But never forget, I was in this math class, right? You got the white white punch card. Field hockey and lacrosse, you got the white punch card. I do. I had the total white punch card, my white-ass childhood. So, like, I'm in this class, right? And I'm in my math class, and I'm like, oh, wow, I I guess there's some new kids in this class. Like, whatever. And all of a sudden, the teacher goes, Holly, I think you're next door. And I was like, oh, I think I am, too. And I got up, and I started to walk out, and all these kids were like, I knew she wasn't in this goddamn class. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I knew Holly's ass wasn't in this class. I was like, oh, oh poor Holly. <laughs> I was like, I'm the stupid bitch. Like, oh 
like, shit, I got to focus, bitch, because <laughs> you just got some, like, they just put up some roadblocks in your ass. Like, you just nice. got to have to focus from now on. Nice, nice. All right, so let's grade our drink for tonight, shall we, before we close up. Dewar's Blended Scotch Whiskey by John Dewar and Sons Limited from, Sean, is it Perthshire or is it Perthshire? Shire. There, there is no place in England that ends in Shire. Okay, excellent. Okay. I there didn't know that. That is, people, this is Americans mixing up like the Hobbit with England. That it's not, there is nothing Shire. Everything is, is Shire. Okay, Shire. Did not know that. Perthshire. Okay. Perthshire, Scotland, Dewar's, White Label. So I would have thought it's pronounced Dowers as well. Oh, I'd shit. Have it Dowers. I would have, I'd say it Dowers, White Label. Don't mess up my childhood for me, goddammit. <laughs> Dewar's. Dewar. Here in America, we yeah. call it Dewar's. Yeah, you communist bastard. All right. <laughs> Socialist motherfucker is Dewar's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, my, my uncle, he's American Scottish, and he knows exactly <laughs> what it's supposed to be. <laughs> All right, let's start with the grades. Andrew, what do you, what do you have to say about, what, what was it, Dowers? I don't know how he, he said, he said Dowers. Yeah, Downers. Was it what Dowers. It's right, it's from Boston. Dowers. <laughs> what do you think about Dowers, Andrew? Andy, what do you think about Dowers? Um, yeah, man. I mean, Dowers, Doers, whatever you want to call it. Um, you guys know this, Sean and Tomo. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big whiskey fan. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm always down for a little whiskey. Um, the Doers is great, man. I really like it. You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm a bourbon man for the most part, but I do like my scotches from time to time. Mm -hmm. um, and I won't, I won't, uh, I won't keep us too long here today with this, and just say that I really like it. And Holly, um, another shout out to you for, for you know, you being on this podcast means that this this bottle of Doers was delivered, hand delivered to my door by Tomo. So, shout out to you for that. Oh, Tomo is awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. I am. I he am. is awesome. Um, my bottle's I empty. Really, I am awesome. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Um, yeah, I really like it. I mean, it's great. It's a great like. Just easy to drink, good scotch. I got my nice, uh, got a nice big ice cube like you had, Tomo, and just pour it in here. You can't say ice cube no more, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> ice love, ice love, ice love, ice love. I have frozen water to keep frozen it cold water. in that's my right, glass. That's right. um, yeah, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a, a 4.0 on the duo. Okay, uh, fair enough. Um, Sean, you wanna go next? Um, yeah, I'm I, I'm very new to the whiskey game, um, and uh, it's a game this, now. this is fine. I don't know. This is good whiskey. I mean, it works. It's doing its. You know, I'm like drunk, I guess. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it works. I mean, like it's it's liquid. It got me drunk. I guess it's working. Uh, yeah, no, it tastes fine. I th I think it's probably uh, good. I've never heard of. Uh, Doers Dowers. I'd never heard of it. I don't recognize it. We don't have it in England, which is kind of funny, but I guess oh, it's, wow. got, I didn't know that. it's not made. It's made in Scotland, but it's seemingly exclusively for Americans. I was just Googling it, trying to figure out it's the most, is the most popular scotch in America, but is I, it? it's literally made the Americans. It's owned by Bacardi and the Americans oh, 
like Who's run it? the gig and just they they produce it in Scotland so they can call it Scotch and then uh... just bring it back to the US and sell it to all the Americans. Whereas the actual Scottish people who are making Scotch who are like sort of like. Hey, what the fuck is that shit? Like, what the yeah. fuck? Is that? <laughs> we got a scotch back here, man. But like, you know, I, so I guess, but fine, because I, I, I like it. I think it's good. I see why it's the most popular. Like, it's pretty easy. It's not too crazy. Some scotches are like I've had, I've tasted, and I've never been a big whiskey guy because I've tasted scotch and I'd be like, that, that just that tastes like a, that tastes like a fucking like that tastes what I imagine like death tastes like if I. Was like <laughs> Like, I but, but it's like death, and it, it, but it gets better. It gets better. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But no, you gotta but, get over the hump, baby. But you're dying. It's, it's like uh, that that last little breath where like you've got no, there's no moisture left in your mouth because you're dying, and then there's like one little bit of moisture, and you taste it, and you go just before you die, and you're like, uh, and that's that's that. That's, 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 that's what it is. Uh, and you don't get the good bit. You just get the uh, dead. That's why I always thought it tasted like. Okay. Uh, but now I've come around. I think it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is a long ass winded way to say it's a nice drink. All right. So what do you give it? What do you um, give it? I mean, ignorance this, I'd say a three, seven. Three, seven. Okay. Out of, out of, out of four? Out of five. Five. Out of five. Out of five. Yeah. Um, you want to go next, Holly? Or no, you know what? Let's, let's leave you for last. I'll, I'll, let's. Okay. You close it out. I'll go next. This very nice uh, a whiskey. Um, I like my single malts very much, but I like the blended whiskeys because I enjoyed Johnny Walker Black Label in particular. I thought me too. Bad. And Blue Label, forget that. I just love that. But mm -hmm. you know, I'm not dropping 180 bucks on a bottle of freaking whiskey every whatever. My birthday's coming up in January, so anybody feel free. Okay. Um, but other than that. Um, I thought this was very smooth, very easy to drink. I had it with the ice cube. It's nice and mellow, easy to drink. And like I said, I, I kind of polished off the bottle here and I can actually understand myself while I'm speaking. So it's not a bad thing. I give this, I give this a 4.0 as well. I think this is a nice, this is a very nice scotch. All right. Holly, what do you, what well, do you say? Well, I always give doers a five. Because Dubers is the first, other than wine or beer, it's the first uh, like alcohol I ever had. And it's okay. my dad's drink of choice. My dad used to pour himself like a you know a shot of Dubers on two rocks. And him, my dad was a high school principal, and him and his vice principal used to watch like the Mike Tyson fight or Larry Holmes, sure, whoever. I remember my dad. No, not Ali. I wasn't that old. I was not that young. But my dad used to watch boxing and he would like, because he was an amateur boxer and he was young and he would okay. get up. And so when he was boxing, I would take myself a little sip because he was already a couple glasses in. He didn't know. I used to really taste. So like when I tasted doers as an adult, all of a sudden I was like, my childhood. Nostalgia. Yes. Nostalgia. Yes. This is my dad. This is my daddy's drink. So okay. I, love, right. I love doers. I love it. Okay. So 5.0. Five. Excellent. All right. Is that Good the first 5.0 on the podcast? First 5.0 on the podcast. But wow. you know what? To be fair, Holly's a 5.0 kind of guest. This is honestly. true. Thank you. Honestly. Give me a I still love Look at her. She even have a, like a, <laughs> is she catching the vapors? That's uh, it's just lovely. 
All right. Look at me catching the vapors. He said the vapors. <laughs> like you, Big Daddy Kane and shit. He said the vapors. Not the Big Daddy Kane. No, that's Mr. <laughs> P. Holly, come on, man. Oh, man. He said vapors too. He would talk about vapors. I mean, I know that was his song, but you know, yeah. I got it. Rest in peace, right? Rest in peace, right? Okay. Who? No, like rest in peace, Holly's cool. Holly's oh, cool. Is rest in okay. peace. <laughs> you ain't cool no more, goddamn. You said the wrong shit. Bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. All right. So uh, then, let's conclude with what's going on here with all these Broadway closings and movie delays and all this stuff. Um, what do we think is going on, or where do we think it's going from here? Holly, you wanna you wanna lead us in on this one since you're the guest. I think it all depends on leadership. If we get new leadership, we're going to be out of this in a year. If we don't get new leadership, it's another three more years. That's what I say. Okay, fair enough. Andrew? I don't know. I don't know what it means or, or where we go from here. I know as someone who loves, uh, who loves cinema, who loves going to the movies, um, that I'm, I'm nervous about it and I'm sad about it. Um, Whatever it will take, I do hope that, you know, we, we get to a place where we're able to just go to the movies like we used to. Because um, to me, that's one of the, the best things in the world. And, and for me personally, one of the most important things. Um, so, yeah, I really hope we get back to that. You know, things like uh, Disney moving a lot of their things to streaming and stuff like that. That bothers me and that's concerning too. Because, you know, I love to sit home and watch something on Netflix. I really do. But that doesn't that doesn't come anywhere close to, to going to the movies and watching something. So, you know, I, I hope it is, you know, Bond, all these movies that are getting delayed. I hope that whatever dates they're now delaying them to, we can sit in the movies and watch them when the time comes and they're in a packed theater, you know, and have that full audience experience. I, I you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I, I am, I'm nervous about the future, but I'm trying to stay optimistic and I hope that we can all, uh, sit down in a theater and enjoy a movie again someday. Uh, for the record, I did travel to New Jersey to see Tenet. Sean, Tomo, you guys know this, that Chris Nolan is one of my favorite directors. So I had to see Tenet. So I did okay. do that. Um, and you know, hey. it was actually, it was great. I mean, the movie's great. Um, okay. I need to, it's the most confusing movie he's ever made. So I need to see it again to figure out what the fuck's going on. Um, but as far as like the theater going experience, you know, the way they've got it set up now, you know, your, your seats are um, socially distant. So if I pick, you know, Gabby and I went, so we had our two seats here and they set it up so that the, the two in front of us, the two behind us and one on each side, nobody can sit there. So we're like, right. you know, that feels good. And you have to wear your mask the whole time. And Hey, the showing we were in, I, I can't speak for every movie theater and every showing that's been going on, but the showing we were in was super great. Everyone was quiet. Everyone was respectful. Everyone had their mask on. No one took it off. And it was just great to be back there and to, to see the movie. And, you know, I appreciated everyone's kind of sensitivity to what's going on. So I think if, you know, if you can have a screening like that, and this was more than two weeks ago, I didn't catch the COVID, I'm doing good. Um, I think it's something that we should try and get back to as we're slowly getting back to other things. But um, where did you see it? Where did you go? I went to, um, Oh, geez. Uh, is it Clifton? There's a theater in Clifton. It's AMC an Clifton, Route 3, yep. With the, with the IMAX? Yep, right? Clifton Colors. Yeah, yeah. Saw, in the, saw in the IMAX I gotta, there. I gotta go to New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gabby, Gabby and I drove out there um, and just did it for the day. And it was great because I was like, you know, you know, I, I'm talking about it now and you guys know how, how much I love the movies and everything. So I was like, I gotta, 
I got to go and support it. I'll take this chance, strap on my mask and go. Oh, um, oh, oh, I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> I think um, we're going to pivot all of a sudden. I, sorry, I'm sorry, my bad. It's too late for that kind of pivot. It's too late for that kind of pivot. Tomo is a whole, a whole bottle of doers in, so I, sh I should have picked my words more carefully. I had um, one freaking shot and you, <laughs> I had one shot. He, yeah, he is like he's he's like yeah I'm fine. He is like the uncle that's like fine until he just puts his hand through the wall, and then, <laughs> and then you're like he was he was like I was just trying to lean on the wall. I was just trying to <laughs> lean on the wall. Tobo was that uncle in romantic comedies where he's like, let me show you real life kid. Let me show you real life. Goddamn it! That's take right. you to a take you to a titty bar. Get to play spades. <laughs> Crafts, yes. all that shit. This yeah. is true. This is true. This is true. Uh, Sean, you want to? You know, let me go. Because Sean apparently just had whiskey, so he's kind of drunk. So let me go first and say, um, I will say this much. I think, and this is my scientist brain going, running a million miles an hour. I think a lot of what's going on, and much to Holly's point correctly, Leadership sucks ass because I feel that if testing was established often and frequent, life could more or less go back to normal. Because if everywhere you went, somebody tested you and there was a rapid test where you like, because let's face it, if you went to a movie and you had to wait a 15 minutes for a test, so you had to get there a half an hour early to get your test to go into the movie theater. And then they still did like, like Andrew, you said with the, seats in front of you, seats behind you, seats to the side. And then they do the test and nobody going in has it. Everybody's fever clear. Okay, let's, let's carry on with life a little bit. But again, there's no leadership. There's no imagination because these people can't think of anything besides fucking porn stars and, and making money, which they don't because they owe $400 million. I don't know who they are, but I think- Thank, Who do you owe? Yeah, exactly. Who do you owe? So I think- I think Tyler Perry actually sets up, and I think it's not being talked about enough. Tyler Perry sets up basically the perfect example. And the NBA just did the perfect example. So look at this bubble. These guys did it. Nobody tested positive. They did the whole fucking finals and everything was fine. So it's possible, it's doable, but people just don't want to do it for whatever freaking reason. And to Money. me, Money. Right. It, it, it's stupid. It's like, you're going to make more money if you implement all these things and yes. carry on. But yes. you know, no one can think further than, than, you know, the size of their dicks, obviously, and their dicks are only like a half inch long, so they can't think very far. So um, that being said, I'm hoping that by uh, and having uh, full disclosure, my wife worked for Regeneron for years. Oh, wow. Okay. In fact, she was the lead medical writer for Regeneron. Okay. Um, and I, I've heard some other information from Regeneron. So the, some of the testing and vaccines and, and the treatments and all of that stuff should be okay to go. And I remember saying this to somebody, halfway through next year, things should start veering towards normal. Okay. And not because of anything that happens. Because, I mean, I... Oh, fervently hope that Biden is inaugurated at the end of January. But even when he gets in, you just have bureaucracy and you have- And bullshit. 
just there's so much of a, a just megalith that needs to get moved. It's like that piece of furniture that's stuck in mud, and it's going to take a while for shit to happen. So, best case scenario, August next year, September next year, things start getting back to normal. That's what I think. That's my two cents. Sean, aliens? Who is it? What's? I think, man, I think it's a democratic conspiracy to set up sex schools. Fueled, fueled by goddamn liberal robots and drones and the motherfucking Russians are gonna, are gonna, are gonna save us because we got the Russians now. The Russians are the good guys and they're the real Americans because the, the rest of the Americans ain't even real Americans anymore. I don't even know. Americans. <laughs> I'm, I'm Russian now, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I think. I think um, what it, like uh, it, it's uh, it's a mess in England. This is the weird thing with all this. Like, this is very American centric, obviously, because we not only are we obviously in America, and you guys are all American, but this is the literally the epicenter of the whole fucking situation of the world, which makes sense because America is the you know epicenter of everything they love to make themselves the epicenter of everything and congratulations guys you did it <laughs> you you really did it the fucking atomic bomb has dropped and you are the epicenter of everything you you, wanted you to be. did it too you're here <laughs> yeah. you're one of us now uh and but yeah britain's britain's fucked as well like we're just like yeah. it's like exactly the same just slightly smaller and more polite but it's just exactly the same so like, what's he saying is sex, more is, polite. sex is lousy is what he's saying yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's the same. So Britain's, you know, sort of the same. It's they don't know what they're doing, except because the the polite thing. We spent way too long not forcing people to wear masks because yeah. basically the leaders were just like, well, you know, you probably should um, uh, wear a mask, but uh, of course I can't make you because uh, I wouldn't want to do that. So uh, I think maybe if you think you should, then you should, and if you think you shouldn't, then maybe don't. But uh, but, but we'll see what happens. Uh, just get on with it. <laughs> that is pretty. <really> <laughs> Um, and I'm thinking, I don't know why they just don't pretend they're black. People always can tell us what to do. <laughs> like, that's never been a fucking problem. <laughs> like, just pretend. Sorry. We tried. <laughs> Holly, we tried. Vanilla Ice, Eminem, we tried. And, and, and I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with these people with the mad shit. Like, I don't know why they just don't. <laughs> Fucking what, what? use the method. Use the method. I don't. I don't see what the problem is. Some method acting on that shit. <laughs> All right. All right. So there you go, folks. I hope that clarified everything for everybody. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we want to give an extra special thanks to the lovely Miss Holly Harper. Thank, thank you, you so much. For, for you guys are funny out. as shit. Thank you for. You're funny. With You're us. funny as shit. So funny. I'm looking at Andrew's fridge. I'm like, I just want you to open some your fridge and bring some food. <laughs> Why don't make fun of my fridge? You make fun of my home. I'm not, no, I'm not making fun of your home. I'm looking at your fridge. It's making me hungry. Because oh, I know there's something in that fucking there fridge. There isn't. There isn't. I mean, like, I'm looking at <laughs> You've got the perfect ratio of distance between 
the microwave and the fridge as well. Like you, there is oh, no exactly. the energy like, level. Is like it's right bang, there. Bang, Look at that. Bang, it is. Bang. It's right there. But wow. isn't that that's that's old school? That's very old school. How you have that's very eighties old school with the fridge. I'll tell you what. You want to talk about ratios? This is a studio apartment. So ratio, everything is close, not just the fridge and the microwave, but the living room is there. I'm sitting at the kitchen table. The kitchen is here and my bedroom is right there. That's it. It's That's true. the whole place. I, I've, I've been in Andrew's studio apartment. Okay. I like this setup though, brother. Like you do it. It looks nice. It's good. It's good. It's nice. Anyone, it is anyone, good. I mean, anyone good. can see it. Watch, watch. Uh, either of my short films, both of which were filmed in this here studio apartment, and you can oh, see an idea what it's like up in here. And in wow. fact, in fact, recently got selected to a bunch of uh, 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 film festivals. So, yeah. oh, but yeah. congratulations! Cheers, Andrew. Cheers, Andrew. Yeah, Cheers. pretty uh, hot. Uh, anyone who's listening to this, depending on when you're listening to it, if it's still the month of October. Move on. My short film is available on the Direct Monthly Online Film Festival, DMOFF dot com or dmof festival.com <laughs> okay. something like that just google dmoff you'll find it uh move on is on there and uh if anyone is in the greater boston area mm -hmm. um october what's next sunday next, next sunday, sunday is the 25th the day 25th. about Lord. it's the 25th <laughs> october 25th move on we'll be screening at the Screaming Ostrich Film Festival, um, just outside of Boston, Massachusetts, which I'm That's very dope. excited for because it's the first uh, first in-person screening. So I'm gonna go wow. and see that. So that's exciting. Excellent. But, uh, thanks for letting me. Thanks for letting me shamelessly plug that. No, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, all right, folks. So there you go. You got a lot of information. Uh, go have some Dewar's uh, 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 Scotch whiskey. Which, Tomo ain't got, you ain't got no more doers left. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Let me tell you, I lost all this weight and I thought, no, I, it's just, I, I'm, I'm sad. I don't eat pizza, so I have to drink now. So that's, that's, that's what's happening with me. Yeah, with me. Like, I'll drink my pie, thank you. Yeah, you're doing the opposite thing. I was confused. I saw you the other day and I was like, you lost a lot of weight. And I'm like, I did, I did the opposite of that thing. Like, <laughs> I said the same thing. I said the same thing when I saw him and he was dropping off the scotch. I was like, "Shit, you look great, man." <laughs> I mean, I mean, Tomo, you've looked. You know, I, I remember one time seeing you a couple of years ago and like doing a double take to recognize you because you, we, well, one you used to like shave your head or something, yep. and so that yep. was it. But but I don't know, man. I saw you the other day and I was like, "Shit, like the push-ups I'm doing in quarantine are not enough." No, Tomo looks great because yeah. I've been doing a CrossFit this whole time too, and I see you. Like I see you. Like all of a sudden, it's like melting, 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 melting. I'm like, thank you. What's thank coming you. through? What's coming through? Like, thank you. I like I said, all, all the parts are drooping. It's all melting. It's yeah. It's... <laughs> I am cultivating mass just in case the uh, <laughs> we're zombie forced, apocalypse. We're forced into another situation and. <laughs> I am going to be at my peak mass so that my family can feed off me. My daughter and my Genius. wife. It's, you will be the girl. Poor Annie. She's going to be like, he's skin and bones. What are we going to do? <laughs> why, do you, why do you think she made me build a freaking garden vegetable bed so she could cage me in there so she could like tenderize my ass? That's why. <laughs> she's going to be burning your ass. You better be oh, careful. Was, totally. like, oh, a little more salt on this You're like, why is my wife throwing salt water on me? What's going on? <laughs> so rude. Uh, I was sleeping right. too. 
All right, folks. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you all next time. Bye now. Thank you.